Hi, guys. Really sorry to be late. That doesn't usually happen to us. And um, this is Lost Arts Radio Live. It's really live. If it were recorded, we would have been on time, but we had to get things straightened out. And uh, Skype was working against us today, so we finally prevailed against that. So thanks for being patient. I appreciate it. Maybe hearing this on an archive. If not, if you're live with us, I hope you're having a good weekend. There's a lot going on in the world right now. And... Um, most of the population, you know, I talk to a lot of people all week and seem to be oblivious to what's actually transpiring in the world on a big scale. And humanity is under, in my, the way I see it, the biggest coordinated attack in world history uh, on behalf of the global rulers that most people don't even know exist. They think the top level rulers are the presidents and the prime ministers and things like that. And that's not true. There are levels way above that. Um, some detail of that has come out with people like Dr. Stephen Greer and others, but it, it definitely goes way higher. And most of the most of the real top-level rulers of the world don't use their names in public, so they're not ones that we could have, you know, refer to like bankers and other like that. Those are part of the power structure. But at the top, this is coming down from other levels, you might say. So, uh, looking at what's going on right now, there's a big focus on the uh, election in the U.S., where I happen to be sitting right now, and that's really not understood too much what's going on with that. But one thing is clear is there's huge, unprecedented, massive fraud on the part of the system to try to elect Joe Biden, who is in uh, partnership with the media, the corporate media that is completely criminal in our country and most of the so-called free world. They absolutely are determined to have him president and it's not decided yet because there's massive vote fraud that, that's unquestionable and the media is all saying there's no such thing, it's not happening and so they've got Joe Biden to declare himself president-elect. This matters for a lot of reasons. Um, he's promised to do some amazing things for us like institute immediate nationwide mask mandates and uh, withhold uh, one of his advisors is saying to withhold food stamps from people that won't get uh, the vaccination and a lot of uh, really cutting edge advanced programs like that. Um, not to say Trump is perfect at all, but fortunately, you know, the, the election at least needs to be exposed as uh, transparent and real if it, we can still manage to do that and there are legal processes in motion to do it now what I thought I would like to have a somebody join me today a great guest of you know unusual consciousness to really look at some of these issues from a, a different level and we're fortunate to have the creator of UI Media Network with us Tim Ray I'm going to have him talk a little bit about his radio shows and other things that he's doing and a great presentation he just made at Red Pill Expo. Way more than we really have time for in this short program, but we'll do the best we can. But as far as looking at the U.S. election, which is one of the things I wanted to do, I'm proposing that we give a small example, I don't have to be small because we don't have much time, of a new level of debate. And most debates that we're used to are antagonistic and you have each side trying to prove the other side is a total idiot and evil if possible and that they are just brilliant and know everything that you know that everybody should listen to them it's usually a complete waste of time and it can be done when one side is really trying to push through evil things uh, it can be exposed in that kind of debate but where you have people who are not trying to be evil and who are just interested in what's going on and what are the best solutions for humanity. The debate I want to propose is that most people are on the same side and they're actually looking at all positions with the attitude, look, I don't care if I'm proven wrong, great, if you can show me something that's more true, that's what we're trying to get a hold of so we can use it. And sorry for the long prologue there. Tim, but welcome and thanks for being patient through all the Skype battles and being able to be with us. Okay. Nice to see you. Same here, Richard. Thank you. And I have to say, I've been on many of interviews and this is one of my favorite programs because you're, how your mind works, it's just so well-balanced, brilliant. You look at all that, you have no limits to where you, your mind and open-mindedness will be. 
And uh, to me, it's just so stimulating. I wish this was considered as formal as the mainstream media as there as it needs to be really in the future if not there because this is what this is what we should we, all your listeners and viewers should be getting on fox news on cnn they should be getting this type of information we'd have such a different world if we were yeah. not coming everybody it, down you know unfortunately me, one of the things i'm not great at is how to get more exposure in which is probably why we're still on the air anyway, because they don't consider us a threat because nobody knows about us. But well, well absolutely, and you know, it's it's not coincidence that people such as yourself or myself in, in my media network that we're not uh, around the world, we're around the world, but not around the world on the level of a you know AEP or Reuters is because we would be a threat to this agenda, and there is an agenda. There's a reason why that you're not allowed to grow to that extent, or myself and others. Because uh, it is, they have to keep people in the dark. And I was just going to say something earlier when you were mentioning this. It's time. This is for real now. Where we are and as a collective in in this in this uh, three dimensional world that we call Earth, right? Is that right. is that ignorance used to be bliss? And you know, you could even go to the Matrix uh, movie where you know when he's eating that steak and um, I forgot his name, not Morpheus, but the other guy, uh, and he's like, man, you know, this steak is. Just, I know it's not real, but I'm just. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm enjoying it, you know, yeah. and ignorance is bliss, but ignorance is not bliss anymore. Ignorance is actually life and death. Ignorance is very dangerous. Uh, it's we're, we're, in, we're in such a, a time that um, when people who are not looking at deeper meanings of what's going on or looking at uh, understanding what potentially could be a scenario that may not be what's given to us on just a superficial level of say mainstream media it could be life and death and you know and that's coming up now i mean we're yeah we've been interviewing people who are sharing about the vaccines or sharing what's going on with the chemtrails i mean we are literally in a depopulation program coming here and have been experiencing it but could teeter totter on something that could be a, a, a death grade, you know, as we move forward. And so people are going to have to wake up. There will be a serious consequences of staying in the dark. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's completely true. And then the next step, if you accept that as potentially a good thing to do, uh, this little detail of defining what waking up is, yeah. you know, no, I think that's pretty important because levels, isn't, it, isn't it, Richard? I mean, you know, you are levels to a certain degree, but I'm sure that on some level, you or I, there's so many more other uh, levels that we would wake up to that we're not, we don't have access to. We don't know. Well, right. You know, and that's that's yeah. connected to the attitude that you were talking about that we should demonstrate is that to to access wisdom, you have to be willing to admit you don't know anything. <laughs> that's a good word. I don't know. <laughs> right. <laughs> And then, then amazing things come through. If if we're not here to defend our point of view, yeah, you know, then wow, it's amazing what can happen. Yeah, uh, absolutely. But I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad this is where we are right now. I don't think I could have done another year with you know focus on career, a house, and the picket fence, and two point five kids, and and playing along with the matrix. You know, I mean, I, I've been ready for this for 30 years and, and it's, it's the, we're in the crisis stage of the, you know, of the process of bringing in this new world order, sustainable development right. plan and all the other jazz. So we're in the third, third and coming soon to the fourth and final, final stage, which is the new creating the new normal. And, um, and to me, uh, it's not the wearing a mask or uh, social mm-hmm. distancing. That's part of the crisis. We're still involved. The new normal is going to be the sort of deep severe surveillance and, and oppression on, ter- on a tyrannical level never seen before on a worldwide level. As you mentioned earlier, this is a worldwide sting operation, unprecedented being seen yeah. and, and careful. And it wasn't happening overnight in the last eight months. This has been planned for generations. Uh, so I, I don't think we should, if we can help it, let that new normal happen. We should do a, a better one. <laughs> yeah. And isn't, isn't yeah. there one of the Chinese uh, characters that it has two meanings, crisis and opportunity, mm. or something close to that? Right. I think it does. And it might be problem and opportunity or something, but they're both, it's really true. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this is a terrible catastrophe that we've gotten to this point that you were saying it's time for. But it's also an incredible opportunity and a test. It's really a consciousness test mm-hmm. more than anything else. Because you can have the best system of fixing things in the world that's you know intellectually logical and, and 
leads to a good result and everything. But if the people are not capable of grasping the deeper meaning of it, mm. it doesn't do anything. No. And that's why I think this whole politics avenue, Richard, you brought up earlier, is really a distraction and a waste of, uh, I think, a waste of humanity's time. And I know I'm going to upset a lot of people who are Trump fans or or even people who are Biden fans, you know, but all I see is this latest uh, political uh, game that we've been involved in here is just more division. You know, we're just divided once again on extreme levels. And I'm yeah. not saying I, I'm not able to distinguish between a communist agenda, a Joe Biden agenda, and perhaps more of a capitalist agenda, uh, Trump agenda. But I, I'm just talking about whatever the real and true agenda is. I'm sure we're not aware of it. And, and it's not being for, portrayed to us because there's probably a deeper, more sinister agenda beyond. Well, you can see platform. what the real agenda is if you look without preconception at developments in the world. I mean, some of us are slow. It took me like more than 20 years to put those pieces together. But at this point, what it looks like to me is a ceremonial sacrifice of all life on the planet. (laughs) I I think the others are just details. You know, uh, and people are like, well, what is he talking about? But I know your audience is much more enlightened than perhaps most. But you're right. The Sabbateans have been hard at work for uh, for for decades and generations and, yeah. and seeing the results of it. And I tell everybody all the time, Richard, you don't have to be there in the Bilderberg annual meeting and hear what their agenda is. You don't have to have that experience. Just look at their effects. Look at the circumstantial evidence, and you can see what's going on. You can see the depopulation and the the uh, poisoning of our society and of our children. Now, you know they yeah. just they just launched they just launched a big lawsuit. Just one there too in Germany. I don't know if you heard of it yet, but the uh, Deutsche Bahn, Bahn, which is the train system, just got sued by uh, this I guess couple or, or these people who are on it. And they said they would not wear a mask because they were able to prove in court that mask within two hours permanently damages the brain, causes yeah. brain damage. And With so, a change in oxygen. Yes. And, and you take your less oxygen and you're taking in more CO2. So right. here it is. And Chris, this hasn't hit America yet, but it's going to have to. But here it is, this multi-million dollar lawsuit. Now people don't wear masks and they don't have to wear masks in the train system in Germany because they lost the lawsuit, right? No, I didn't even know about that. Yes. That's uh, I just had Sheila, uh, uh, a Dolores Cahill on, who's over in, in Ireland, uh, who's a uh, immunologist and and a mo- mo- molecular biologist on our show, Frequency Wars, just Wednesday, and she shared this incredible experience. I'm like, wow, that gives hope here. Now yeah. we just got to incorporate one good lawsuit showing that, and they have evidence how it does cause brain, you lose brain cells. Now you may not end up being mentally, uh, you know, challenged right after uh, two hours there, but you, but they can show brain cells are being lost and brain cells you won't right. get back. So that's all you need to know. Now, imagine that accumulative effect over a period of time. Just that like, means not I, all the courts are yet corrupted. Uh, yes, apparently. Uh, so, and I think there's a lot in the United States courts. They're not. They're not at all uh, corrupted. You know, unless it's yeah. a strong um, Freemason influence in there, which it is. They're still good ones. Uh, yeah, they're still good ones. But you know, that's their last. Our last back point. Back. Back. Uh, they're not. What do I say? Back. Back uh, board. But it's our last fallout that we have as a judicial system at this point because we lost a legislative, you know, and the executive yeah. branch, some may have faith in it. I haven't. I mean, everything that's going on bad this year is, is in my perspective, has been happening on Trump's watch. So yeah. well, I, I you're right. Yeah. I mean, there was a terrible presentation in the Rose Garden a couple days ago and talking about how great the warp speed program is. <laughs> and it was like, it, it was the most disgraceful presidential you know, program I've seen in quite a while. And so I'm not saying that that's going to be the answer. I'm just saying that if one is going to give us more time than the other one who's just going to come out and is obviously working flat out for evil, then it's better for us to do the real solution if we can do something to buy a little bit of time. Okay, not but that we have total control over that. Okay, but, but is it us buying time? Or is it more insidious? Like, say, I mean, there are people talking, and I spoke to, we had on Awaken Atlanta, another show on our network, UID.org, mm-hmm. uh, and we had uh, the key, these huge 
these Q um, uh, guys, Shady and uh, Jeffrey, I believe, and they came on. They were at the Red Pill Expo, by the way, Richard. Oh, okay, good. And they came on our show, Wake in Atlanta, and they were talking. About, they have no doubt whatsoever, and I've heard this multiple multiple places, that Trump will end up winning the election because of the level of fraud and everything going on. Now, I'm not saying that's true or not, but nevertheless, even if Trump does come back and win the election or wins the, wins the election finally, I I say we, we can't really – I think it's just smart and it's, it's, it's just – healthier to have a, have a skeptical perspective that Trump, Biden, all the rest perhaps are under the same influences or could be under the same influences of the New World Order agenda, um, just for the fact where we are today. Now, I'm not saying he is, and I hope he's not. I really do, because I think having a little more time to be able to put things in place, I think that would be fantastic for humanity if we take advantage of it. But right. I do believe I do believe if Trump does get back in there and if he doesn't go along with the mandatory vaccines and it doesn't go along with the Joe Biden agenda, but in a more clever way, then um, I think a lot of Americans may go back to sleep again. They may think, hey, this is fine. Um, yeah, it's ultimately in our hands, which yeah. way it goes. So, so, you know, so, I totally agree with that. So I don't mind a Joe Biden presidency. I really don't, because at least I can see the enemy's eyes, the whites of his eyes. And I can I've see heard a lot of people say that, but. It makes, you know, my gut reaction to that is it it feels a lot more stress because the <laughs> yeah. things that they're ready to do right away. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, that's very nice that you can see it. But if it happens to you, it's not that nice. No. And, and, and either we're going to step up or we're going to be compliant. Now, what does worry about me, worry about that to me, as you, you kind of alluded to, is I've never seen the because there's been psychological warfare going on here for a while, but I've never seen the, the effect of it. So it's so effective of how this, this psychological programming with wearing masks and social distancing for something amazing. That, Something that has no has no evidence to, that the mask can stop a virus zero. In fact, evidence it supports that it's actually harmful. And yeah. then the social distancing and this lockdown and everyone to go along with these lockdowns that's happening right now around the world in America's coming. The lockdown's coming. They're about to get much more severe. Yes, but and this is all this is all under Trump's watch too. Still, don't forget. Right, but now Trump. See, I think that, and and again, you know, with this attitude, I'm saying. I'm totally fallible. All I'm doing is giving the so best perception that I've got at the moment. And the difference that I see is that I think Trump's in there to help the country. And, and this is by looking into him as a person backed up by some of the things he's done, which have obviously infuriated the power structure. I don't think they're that subtle to give up voluntarily TPP, the Paris Climate Accord, willingness to talk about religious terrorism, uh, the need for the wall on the southern border. You know, they don't want those things promoted. And I don't think, I could be wrong, but I don't think they're subtle enough to say, oh yeah, let's have them do all this stuff, you know, get people talking about these forbidden subjects because that's going to fool everybody. Well, yeah. let me tell you the let me tell you the forbidden. I hear you, Richard. But let me tell you the forbidden subjects that no one's talking about, which tells me I believe Trump is part of the deep state, at least part sure. of the, the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers and the thirteen families. Maybe a different cabal out of the thirteen families, but he's definitely. I believe he's part of that. Uh -huh. Is is for the fact that he's done nothing to stop these uh, chemtrails, these geoengineering, and he doesn't even acknowledge. Sure. Why is he acknowledging on air? He, he's not acknowledging not only information like that, but he's even moving forward. Like he, we saw him for the first two months every day, every day talking about we got to lock down, we got to wear a mask, we got to COVID nineteen is here. Every day he was coming on there. No one asked one intelligent question to him, not one intelligent question. And even then he was like, "Well, Sweden's wrong. They're going to find out they're wrong, and they're not wrong. Sweden's right. We know we, the the evidence is in." They yeah, with, right. uh, on that but subject, still, they are right. But he's still not admitting that, Richard. He's still not saying we were wrong. He's doubling down now still. I agree. But I, I want to respond to that okay. in saying that when you're really conscious of all these things and they're obvious and you, you, know, you can look at the sky and say, wow, that's not normal. You think that that's obvious to everybody. Yeah. But – but the, I know that there are lots and lots of super intelligent people that can't see chemtrails. They can't imagine that that would be going on. And they're smart, and a lot of them have good motivation. And 
The other thing is what you mentioned about the lockdown in Sweden and all that. What that shows me, you know, with the feeling I get for his character, is that he believes in the medical system and the medical authorities. And there's lots of people that do who are not being evil. They've just been trained since birth that if a doctor says something, especially a really famous doctor, you know, especially like the head of, uh, what is it, NAID, NIAID in NIH, especially if they say it. I mean, me, I'm just a businessman speaking for Trump. How could I know better than a super expert doctor? They're really, this sounds stupid, but there really are a lot of super brilliant people who think this. I, I'm not disagreeing. In fact, we wouldn't be the mess today uh, if those super brilliant people actually woke up, looked, opened up their eyes, looked up, looked, looked at some common sense, and yes. connecting some dots. Perhaps we would be a little further in, in avoiding this level of new world order. It wouldn't be happening. So, yeah. but but this is where I think that you may, Richard, and I love you. You may be giving too much credibility to his personality and all that jazz because Trump's not been, I mean, you may think he's being naive and being uh, just ignorant of what's going on, but he's been in not only the limelight, but in the business world for decades. I mean, he's then been, why is he not smart enough to understand GMOs? Well, ha well, is he not smart enough or is he not allowed to say it or does he choose not to say it because he knows how how the glyphosate in the food is well, actually I'll tell true. you, he, he eats them every day okay. and feeds them to his family. So it, I don't think that's a fake. I think, <laughs> he, you know, he's really, I know this is almost impossible to imagine, but it's not just Trump. It's a lot of smart people all over the country. I, I'm not disagreeing on that, but you think you you think you would have access to more information uh, to what's going on other than he has access right to now. all of it. He has right. access to all of it, but so does everybody, because right now on the internet, you can look up Jeffrey Smith's work in about two seconds and find out all about GMOs and all, and you can look up the history of vaccines back to 1796. Yeah, anybody can learn all that. It's not a secret. Well, well, not only that, but he was—he he has to know about Dr. Thompson and, and Senator Posey t trying to get Thompson to uh, go public at in, in in the representatives in the House. He should—that's all—that's all congressional record. He should know how the CDC burned all the records on the MMR vaccination and how the CEO, uh, the, the the CEO of CDC, got a job at Merck and now is working for Merck, who creates the MMR vaccination. I mean, right. he has to have intel. Feeding him this information, yes, right. well, that's if he has that's if he has people that want him to have it. Oh, I and know. I I have talked to a lot of people within higher business levels and things, and they think vaccines are great and they have access to all okay, that. But you, you know this Q woman, and I believe the Q woman is a psyop as well. I don't think it's a. Um, I think it's part of a psyop. That what is a psyop? Sorry. The, uh, the Q, QAnon, Q movement? I think it's Q a total psyop. Okay, I do too. And, and, you know, people, sorry, but I'll shut up in a second. It's just that okay. there's groups of people that either think Trump's the devil or that think that he knows everything and <laughs> is playing 85 dimension chess. Yeah. And I'm saying if he's smart enough to play even two dimension chess, how come he can't understand GMOs? Or, and he also can't understand 5G or wireless technology. Or, or our Constitution and the Second Amendment. He just passed the red flag. No, most, most people have never so, read it. They just think they understand it. Well, he's not a constitutionalist. I don't think he ever claimed to be. He seems to be more of an uh, opportunist, I, I think, where he used to be Democrat. Now he's not. I mean, you think he just flows with the, with the where he goes. But my point is this. Whether he is insincere or he's just ignorant of what's going on, it's not good for America. Right? No, at this the damage point, is still there. Yes, at this point, uh, you got a Joe Biden who's, I believe, completely handled, um, and this communistic New World Order agenda. You may have Trump part of that. You may not be part of that at this point. But his level of ignorance and going along with these unconstitutional acts of what's occurring right now, and and if his on his watch, if he locks us down in the next couple months. Uh, if he doesn't win the election and he yeah. does still locks us down, then you know what? Then I, I, I say stop giving this guy a pass. Stop. Right. That well, you know, he just made a speech in which he said specifically twice, I am not going to do the lockdown, even though these other countries are. He said that. Okay. Now, it doesn't mean he'll do it, but he said it. But what he doesn't 
seemed to address is he said medical things will not be mandatory. But he didn't address the main point, which is that those are enforced state by state by the criminal health agencies and by the governors and the mayors. And if the president doesn't make things mandatory, they still can. That. And he well, hasn't addressed that at all. Question now: Why? Why do you think Biden would be able to legally enforce every state to wear masks if he was president? If he's president, how would he? How would? How would he just pass a law stating that? And if it didn't, doesn't go through legislation, it, it wouldn't be a law. It would be an executive order. Okay. And, and it doesn't make it constitutional at all. It yeah. just means that people would just do it, especially yeah. enforcers. Okay. And in the in the medical industry, they're enforcing things now. That are completely illegal and they're just doing yeah. it. They're doing it, yeah. And people are getting fined and potentially arrested. Now, I don't know if we'll hold up in a court case, but it's going to have to go through the process, which could take a long period of time. It but could. my point is, he just kind of let the let each state run its own business, right? That's what he did since the COVID-19, which I thought that was part of the New World Order agenda. People were like, no, he's just getting the state's rights. For four years, this guy was manhandling this country to get the economy back in line for four, for four years um, and and uh, by through executive directives, through uh, the bully bullpit, whatever it took, and then all of a sudden, yeah. this this man made uh, crisis, plant this pandemic occurs, and he's just well hands off, let the states ha- happen, and let it handle it. Well, and, he's mostly saying let the health authorities handle it. Yeah, which, which happened to w- be in the states, which is WHO, which is the international organization running the C- convincing the CDC, which convinced the local health departments. So, yeah. so they already, I believe they already had that lined up. They already knew what was going to happen, and that's why they gave the authority back to the states to actually enforce it. Because almost what every state has been enforcing this illegal, unconstitutional lockdown, mass mandate, social distancing. Uh, as owners of a business, and I do own some businesses, and I know other business owners. Um, yeah. Fortunately for me, the business that I'm in, or one of the businesses I'm in, is is not harmed by harmed by this. And God. God help the people who have to determine what's essential and non-essential businesses, because that's illegal and unconstitutional in itself. But, but nevertheless, this this move to divide these businesses to to even right now that are barely surviving, let's say restaurants in general, sixty percent of them are never to open up again. That they're barely surviving, and then then to go through another lockdown is going to be a death blow to these businesses that are that are some are, are are family owned and that will never open up again. This is not only unconstitutional. This is immoral this is so dangerous that yeah. we think that a, a, a disease with less than a seasonal flu death rate uh, is could justify this is where the big lie has taken us over and people now truly believe the mantra of what they're saying on the television on mainstream media that it's necessary and it is beyond necessary it's the destruction of our society is right. what we're stepping into right now another landmine if this continues yeah, it's necessary to cause a global super depression to uh, fight a virus that even CDC has no sample of at all. Yeah, but the you sad know. part, the sad part yeah. about it right now, Richard, is that they could come up with COVID-21 any given time. In fact, I was talking That's to That's a plan today. that they're going to do that. Well, I talked to Dolores Cahill, and she was telling me that, you know, what they're looking to do now is that to put an uh, Ebola in the COVID, right, in the coronavirus, and the Ebola will cause septus. So people will die of septus rather than, of course, of, of COVID-19 or of the flu. And so, and again, the solutions to that are very simple, as she says, vitamin D, B, zinc, all that jazz that we're not allowed to share now, right? Yeah, yeah. Remdesivir, I think is, I can't remember the name of the drug that's out there right now. That Remdesivir and, and Regeneron. Yeah, yeah and Remdesivir. Both of, both of which Trump gave support to yeah. by saying, whether it's true or not, that he got those in the hospital. Well, well and we know they're not effective. And they're and they're fact, also very dangerous. Well, not only that, but because when they when they did the test with hydrochloroquine, they give like was a four They give them the deadliest dosage, right? That's Even right. the deadliest dosage does a better job than those other two drugs, which is which is a laughable, right? And one costs twenty dollars, another one costs three thousand dollars. It's yes. just like it's just like we're playing with people's lives, the money, and the scams and the games. It's like lie after lie after lie, and Trump's in the middle of it. 
whether he knows it or not, ignorant or he's a, with it and going, yeah. it doesn't matter to me. On his watch has happened. He's accountable. Forget the Democrats. They are they are so lost as a group, so lost and so man controlled by the New World Order that they are too dangerous for it to exist anywhere. In Their any whole society. energy is vicious at this point. It, it is. It is. They, they need to be stopped at all costs. But nevertheless, I do believe even the Republican Party has been compromised. And the Republican still- Party is a criminal organization at this point. Yes, uh, yes. And, and and again, it's going to fall back on us, Richard. That's why we're doing the whole freedom movement. I totally it agree. Doesn't, it doesn't, I'm just doesn't saying in, in, case, in case Trump is not intentionally trying to destroy us, there is a, at least a theoretical small possibility that if information was presented to him by somebody who understood it and cared – that he could act on it, and there's no possibility of that with a malicious candidate. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't mean that he's the answer. It just means uh-huh. that is a significant difference, because if we have one day or six months, that's a difference to me. I, we still need to use the time ourselves. Sure, but I mean, but but what if it turned out even worse than if Joe Biden was president? What if the president comes back, takes the election back? Um, there's rioting crazy like you've never seen before in the streets. He not only brings in the National Guard, but brings in the, the military for the first time, right? Yeah. And, the, and say the military never leaves. And now we're dealing with tri- tri- right. And, laws. and that, again, depends on, A, whether he's got good intentions, or and B, whether he will be obeyed. Richard, at this point, I tell all Americans, assume they have bad intentions, assume Trump's bad intentions, assume Biden's bad intentions, and then then that means that we got to step up. We're going to have to step up and stop relying on a superhero or president, anybody to come in to save the day, and we're going to have to step up. You look at your left, look to your right, look at your neighbors, and you guys decide on your hometown to step into it and start taking your town back and holding your local government officials accountable. That's all that has to happen, and we can stop this tyranny in its tracks. No, I totally agree with you with one exception, that these are not mutually exclusive. It's not either we step up or we think Trump might have good intentions. Those can happen simultaneously. And the reason it matters is because if people assume Trump is evil and they let Biden, you know, well, at this point, I don't think he could, but they let Biden get into power it's going to be much worse, in my opinion. And as far as using the military to stop the paid rioters, which their funders should have been arrested at the very beginning. Exactly. But, right. You know, but if the military is used to stop the rioters from just murdering people in neighborhoods and burning down cities, including black neighborhoods and everything, obviously not for justice. They need to be stopped, just like if Al-Qaeda was burning the country down. But... If that's done, and and that's the responsibility of the president under insurrection situations, if that's not ended, then that means he's completely malevolent or he's not obeyed. Or, or, or if he brings in the military and they never leave. I mean, either or. I mean, why don't the citizens in, in during insurrection? Every every sheriff has the ability to uh, anoint uh, local t- people to be part of uh, you know the the assistant sheriffs, right? And yeah. deputies, they can deputize everybody. That's right. Why don't the people stop it? Why don't you line well, they up? They could. They're not. Well, well, because they always think somebody's going to come save you. This is the hence of why we have our government out of control. Back in the day, it's it's the people in the streets would never allow this to happen. You know, I totally run agree. a wolf on a rail. That's we just have to be hear. in touch with Mark practical Feather. practical realities right now. Are that if everybody assumes that Trump is bad, and we say, well, the sheriffs have to do it. There's three thousand eighty or something sheriffs in the U.S. right now, and most of them are clueless about their constitutional powers and duties. So it's unlikely that that happens in time. As far as the militias are concerned, the constitutional militias that Edwin Vieira and other people have been explaining for a long time, those are not organized right now to the degree that they need to be. No, no. And, you know, I, I think the time is short is the problem. Otherwise, all these really good things could be developed and I think with whatever small time we've got left, the number of days matters because if we get people to start waking up, they need to use whatever time they've got in well, each community. Well, let's just, let's just assume Trump is not working for the American people. He's working for the cabal. 
Right. Just like playing a bad cop, good cop. He's the good cop to the bad cop. Their agenda moves forward as they're kind of got us divided off and off and off our game. Yeah. What do we do? What 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 do we do at this point? Well, okay, I have kind of an unconventional approach to that, but you would probably understand it with UI standing for you United, know, United Intention. Um, I think this is has to be done on many levels at the same time, not mutually exclusive. The underlying requirement that's going to decide the fate of America and the world is consciousness. And it's so lost right now that people think, if they think of it at all, they think of it as an impractical thing that makes you maybe feel better, but doesn't affect physical events. And I'm saying it does affect physical events. If you can, not as a belief system, that's just out of the picture, I'm saying. If we can get our original abilities back, we can actually change the consciousness of even the bad actors. And time to get that together is limited, but it doesn't take many people. Right. And it's very powerful. And and I, I I concur with you completely because even the bad actors, a lot of them are doing because they have they don't have an alternative. They don't have they don't they're either not allowed to or they know the the people in charge are very evil and they know that there's not a place to go for protection. So yeah, if there is a place for them to go, if there are numbers enough that where people can be support each other and they can go there and not be uh, condemned, killed or removed from these evil players, then I think a lot of them would turn against their handlers. And I think a lot of them would be like, Hey, I, I'm out. I'm not doing this anymore, man. This is, this is inhumane. And I, and I just think we have to create that avenue. We got to create that opportunity for people to be able to say, okay, I have a choice now. And right now, exactly. there's not a lot of choices on a united level, united intention level. If, if uh, consciousness starts to change, and I don't mean beliefs at all, and I don't mean ideas, consciousness is something that's hardly even understood anymore. If that starts to come back, the physical options will become clear. Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't, I don't think any physical options are sufficient on their own. Well, I do agree that it's going to be it's going to take many different levels, uh, whether you think it's going to be a political solution with a Trump situation or you believe it's just going to be the, the, us uniting our intentions or coming together. But I think all of that, hopefully above and all. But we got to add in that what I think you're deferring to or referring to was the spiritual aspect. I think this is a great I see. I don't think politics for the next level of humanity. I don't think politics have any play in it. I think this I think I think our new politics is going to be replaced with spirituality, individual a free will spirituality and i think when when people truly live in that spiritual frequency of who we truly are politics is not going to be needed it will kind of just fade away because if you'll do it because it's the right thing to do you're not doing it because you're forced to do it you know when you're living in your spiritual self or as you develop these type of communities so i think this is going to be the 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 next level of i think paul i think Politics brought us to where we are to this to the 21st century, and I think it's served its purpose. I think it's now to the point where it's been so corrupt and so uh, mishandled that it's we we can't use it anymore. And our next level is to truly double down spiritually, and I think that we'll see we'll see a real kind of Star Trek lifestyle of people doing things because they're they're it's part of who they are and they're aware of who they are. I, I think you're right. It's just managing the transition to that. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you drop everything from the current system and yeah. say, well, in the new system, that's not going to be relevant, and you let it run over you because you think in the future it's going to be irrelevant, right. I think that might be a mistake strategically. Yeah, it needs to be a stepping stepping uh, uh, stone -ish, uh, piece we need to add to this. And what that looks like, I'm not sure. But well, like the lady you said was using the court to get the masks off the trains. Yeah, that's a transition example. Yes, if right. she thought that none of this is needed and will just be spiritual, she yeah. wouldn't have taken the trouble to do that stuff and go to court. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just saying we need to be on several levels at once, and for the, for right away though, we need to. And people can only do this inside themselves. It's not. It's always easier to go out and, and tell other people to change. Yeah. But really, the power of that is if we become examples first. 
And oh, then we, I agree. Then we can talk. Oh, is, you're doing it right now. You're doing it, Richard. I'm doing it with the UI Media Network and our website, um, Now the Freedom Movement. And to me, this is this is being alive. And I don't mind sacrificing whatever's left in my life to move forward with this because I'm not doing it for me. I'm doing it for my kids. I'm doing it for your kids. I'm doing yeah. it for humanity because this is what I believe my spiritual purpose is, why I'm here. I believe I'm living it at this moment and why I think I've had so much opportunity because I have been grateful and I also put my energy into this level of commitment of spiritual development and the pragmatic aspect of engaging in our in our three-dimensional world here and why we're here on that that uh you know that practical level right and you know this thing about doing it for everybody else which i totally agree with that's the most selfish thing we could possibly do on a level of real wisdom because as soon as you give everything you've got for everybody else that's the fastest way to get to benefit yourself Yes. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. Well, you have to do, of course, for yourself as you grow, we're aware of it, but don't you feel part of the community? Don't you feel when you have that intentional community that where people are like-minded and you are all kind of uniting and you see how, how you can manifest things much quicker together? Yeah, yeah. But see, you, you can't do that alone. You can. You, you need to center. You need to do that work alone. But once you once you have it and you know it, then you start interlocking with other other souls, and you start moving in and creating that those creating that manifest and that reality much faster. You know, when two or more people come together in like-minded attention or in prayer, yeah. there is an energetic exponential reaction. It, it is it is science. And well, that's and since this is not really solid in the re so-called real world that we're talking about, <laughs> that means whatever you're really doing in yourself. Yeah. Not our outer activities that, you know, we're doing these radio things and everything, but what you're doing in your own experience of yourself is going to attract people that are in harmony with whatever that is. And everybody, you know, people talk about, well, I wish I could manifest things and all that. Everybody's manifesting successfully day and night. It's just that what they're manifesting reflects their internal state and they might not like it. But, you know, that can be changed. And then the people come. If you're just doing this in yourself, I think they'll find you. Well, not only that, I, I think what the work that you got to do yourself is you got to start syncing your unconscious beliefs with your conscious beliefs, your intentions, because most people, 95% of all the, all that we create is done unconsciously. So yeah. you're, you're wanting, you're wanting uh, the, the new, uh, you know, you know, the new uh, sports car and all of a sudden you end up with a Hyundai is because your unconscious mind is really running the show and it's saying you don't deserve that, right? Exactly. Uh, so, so once we sync those two, we get in our conscious conscious and unconscious belief and that one intention, whatever it may be, is in sync, that's when I start, that's why, but when you, I believe you start seeing uh, that manifestation appear in your, in your reality. Yeah. So we, even if we start with a few people and everybody starts with just themselves, but even if we don't have time for the numbers to get really big, it's the quality of focus and intention that really decides what power it has. Mm -hmm. I just put in a float tank in my house and before that reason alone was to give myself some clarity and some time alone where I can be forced to be still sensory deprived and just allow myself to be in that level of theta and for an hour, hour and a half, whatever it may be, as often as I want, mm -hmm. just to allow myself to have that that peace and that and that meditative state of not being distracted with the technology and all right. around the world. I mean, sleep patterns for people have been just so disruptive uh, on all levels, 5G I think levels. That's great. You know? If you can start actually experiencing yourself yeah. as not identified with mind stuff or with the body, then you start, regardless of what you think about it, and if you're not thinking, you just start thinking, wow, there's my mind and there's my body. I'm the one who's looking at both of them. What is that? And that's, that starts to be a whole different experience. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Um, one thing I want to make sure and do is um, talk about your radio shows so that people know about those and where to listen to them and what Absolutely. they're about and what kind of stuff you have on them. 
Sure. Uh, we're known as the Uncensored Media. Thanks, Richard. Uh, uncensored Media, especially, we just got, I think, taken off of our Facebook platform because of the information we've been sharing. So uh, now it's more like a badge of honor. Uh, yeah, think, that sounds think, great. I know, right? I think they <laughs> might create another one for us again. But nevertheless, go to uimedianetwork.org. That's the letter uimedianetwork.org. Uh, because this is, uh, you'll see our interviews with, uh, you know, Sasha Stone, Del Bigtree, uh, like we said, um, the Brits on here a little while ago, Dolores Cahill in Future Maryland, and and uh, just slews of so many people, and even on this metaphysical world, like the Teal Swans and the Jessica Alstroms, um, it's just it's just it's a great place for people to go to get kind of un, uh, uncensored content and uh, exclusive content. We had David Icke on and many others who um, are, are ahead of the game. They're ahead of the they're ahead of what's going on. They've been telling us what's coming, and and it's almost like blow by blow what they've been telling is coming is happening and so it gives such so much such more credibility to wake people up who've been doubters of that to see these people who've been around for you know decades their information they've been sharing where most thought they were crazy then now are like wow you know but they're making sense you know right yeah <laughs> so that's nice. out there but check it out it's free uh, enjoy it now while you can um I know we're we're creating an exclusive aspect to it, which may be a membership, but we're on Roku as well. You can watch us in your in your home and your television, uh, okay. as well across the across the world on different podcasts. In addition to, and you have what I think is maybe a local program too, something about Atlanta, right? Yes, uh, we have uh, called Awaken Atlanta, but it's really more of an international and national uh, topics that we discuss, kind of mm-hmm. like the Joe Rogan, but uh, I have my co-host Shannon McVeigh, and we talk about all the latest things. We just had a big show uh, that actually got us kicked off of Facebook. We had a show on Q, on QAnon, mm. uh, and we had um, we have uh, all different types of topics that most don't address or discuss, and it's not just political. I mean, we get into... Um, you know, uh, anything from even the, even on the uh, alien level, like we have Billy Carson on and, and Mike Barra on and we have others who come in and talk about the secret space program and and some, you know, tantalizing things that people are just not used to hearing about. So it's right. just it's a great place to go. And the shows that I host is Frequency Wars, The Next Revolution, and then, of course, Awaken Atlanta. But we have many other shows on the network as well. Okay. And you just got back from Red Pill Expo. Ah, oh, God, yes. What a great place. You, you, were, you got to see a lot of great people there. Oh, and wow. also you, you, heroes. you gave a presentation on one thing that you think would really be important for people in every community across the country and maybe beyond. I, I, I believe it's the only real solution, and it's, and it's going to come down to it at some point. We're going to have to, whether at gunpoint or uh, do it while we have a choice, is that we're going to have to unite. I mean, whole quarter United Intentions Foundation is uniting our intentions, but physically we're going to have to unite with our neighbors. And this is a very simple plan. You you meet weekly for an hour. You know, you go to church for an hour once a week, right? You meet weekly for an hour in your hometown and in a public place, and you have your silent protest and. There you just talk about freedom. Doesn't matter. You don't divide on any level. If people want to wear masks, if people want to wear Republicans or Democrats, if people are black or white, or people are gay or straight, doesn't matter. You divide on nothing other than if they're showing up for freedom and individual rights. And you, for an hour, you just talk about freedom and individual rights. Talk about the Constitution, the First Amendment, so all the different amendments. You get into what's what's what is important to us. And you, as you build numbers in that town square, the government and the locals see that and they see, wow, what's going on here? That's the first part. That's the proactive part to get reengaged, to hold your government officials accountable so they could see the numbers increasing of people who are freedom loving oriented uh, uh, folks. And so the second part is the reactive part. This is the noncompliance part. You make a commitment when you show up each week or you bring a new person each week in your local town, you make a commitment to each other. If ever there's a government agent or agents ever approaches or uh, attempts to arrest, remove or to harass you or your family anywhere you may be, you as your neighbor will will get between that authority and that family member is about to get removed from your home or arrested if it's unconstitutional. Um, and this is, I think, critical now. This is the part where they have to see that we're willing to be non-compliant. We're not going to allow um, 
government agents which are talking about it now and it's already happening in Australia and, and in England and many other places in Canada. They're demonstrating, they're, yeah. They're, they're removing children from their homes who are testing positive on COVID-19 and sending them now to FEMA camps that they set up in Canada, that they set up in Australia. This yeah. is a reality that's already coming here. We've already established FEMA camps years ago. And so for this moment in time, I believe has been planned out. And so we're going to have to get between the authority. And if 5,000 people show up to your home, Richard, and somebody's trying to take your spouse away because she's she's positive, right? Mm. Um, 5,000 people get up and three police officers and a local county department shows up. They're going to have to come up with another plan, you know, and then mm. 10 more thousand people show up. So you make these commitments now to each other on a local level for that noncompliance is ever needed in the future. And it, I, I hate to say it's probably going to be needed sooner than later. Yeah, I th- what I've heard of the plans in the near future for the next wave. I don't know if it's officially the second or the third wave. I haven't really kept up on that. But whichever wave it is, part of it's going to be just the manipulation of numbers and the instructions to everybody from CDC or some authority to run more cycles of the PCR test so that the results are worse. And it could show that it's terrifying increase of, that's what they call a case, you know, when, and people, most people don't understand even most saying the numbers are overblown and all that, they're not getting it. There are no numbers. Because as long as you use the PCR test, it's not a test for anything. It's the ability to see a trace of anything in anybody. It's worse than that. The testing, stop. Don't ever get tested again, people. Stop getting tested at all. It is a bait and switch. That's what they did to us back in April, all right? they First, they said it's about the death count. Remember? Everyone's so scared about the death count. Yeah. And then it turned out that they always knew the death count was going to be low with this COVID-19. Then they did the bait and switch. Now, it wasn't about the death count anymore. It also became about testing positive. Testing positive is irrelevant. It doesn't matter. Not well, but, the, but you have to say why it's irrelevant. It's irrelevant because, one, number one, it's inaccurate. Even if it was accurate, it's irrelevant because all all it's doing is justifying these folks to give them an opportunity to lock us down. You've got to allow the herd immunity like in Sweden. you got to let it rush through. All you got to do is boost up our seniors with their vitamin D's and vitamin B's and the, and the zincs and the vitamin C's. You juice, you juice them up. You keep them separate as, as much as you need to. And then everybody gets to herd immunity, do the same thing, build your immunity, and, and we move on to the next uh, bioweapon or bioengineered uh, virus they want to create for well, next year. So, that, But that's why it's testing is irrelevant. Do not get tested. All it's doing is, is inaccurate, number one, 89% inaccurate. And then two, it all is giving them fodder to be able to create the lockdown and destroy our companies along with the New World Order agenda they have had in place for decades. So we're just walking right into the trap. Right, and you have to wake and, up and be smart about it. And there's a couple of aspects to that. One is that the test itself doesn't test for anything. And most people would say, what? It's a test. How could it not test for things? Because it's the inventor who, interestingly enough, died from something, I don't know what, right Nobody before knows. this all started. Yeah. And otherwise, he'd have some objections to how it was being used. Because yeah. the inventor said it could never diagnose anything. Real simple. And so it's a fake test, and it's used as a weapon to say you're positive. It doesn't matter if you're sick or not, and therefore you have to be isolated. But in America, according to the definition of our unalienable rights, even if the pandemic were real, you couldn't do that. Yeah. Because if you could declare an emergency and say, well, we're only taking your rights for a little while. You know, we'll give them right back when everything's safe and we decide it's safe. You can't do that in a free country. And for the countries that the government doesn't want to be free, even more so than the U.S., the Declaration of Independence and the founding documents of America were important because they said these rights belong to everybody everywhere, not just Americans. And they're unalienable, inviolable, and no emergency, even if it's a 90% true death rate, can ever suspend the rights. So if that were, and just by coincidence, this hasn't been taught in American schools for decades, you know, so nobody knows about this anymore. I know. But if that were followed, the government can make a suggestion and say, well, everybody's dying from this disease and assume they really were. They can suggest whatever they want to suggest if they're honest about what would help. But they can't take away your rights. 
yeah. you're allowed to die free. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just, you know, I, it's beautifully stated. And that's one thing that we do on these weekly meetings in our local town is we, we discuss the Constitution. We bring up points of what you just said. We share that because most people have no idea. And you bring your kids, you play music, you have fun for that hour. It's a one hour a week you commit to. And if, yeah. you, if you knew, Richard, that you that if would you commit to one hour a week showing up in your local town so you're not driving far, Would, would if you knew that you showing up that one hour a week would, would stop not only this tyranny but actually protect your future of your kids and their and 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 not hinder their their inalienable rights would you yeah. do it? i think I, I would do it yeah. the thing that really has to be looked at now since it's a little ahead of time is that what they're planning on doing is making the medical situation seem much worse mm-hmm. and they're going to say because of that you're yeah. a super spreader at your event and we yeah. have to we just have to arrest or shoot all of you yeah <laughs> for, for your own protection and, 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 and that's what they're going to do anyway in your home individually. So Yeah, I exactly. At this point, we're going to have to so find you might as well make it a group event is what you're exactly, saying. Exactly, where it's a public event. But right. see, when you, when you do it in your local hometown, you know the people who are in your council people. They Everybody knows each other for the most part if you're engaged to whatever degree. So it's less likely for that to happen. But if you have the numbers, they're not going to enforce it. They can't. They can't yeah. enforce something if everyone's like, hey, I will show up to their house if you try to take their child away. Right, I will yeah. show up at their house if you're trying to arrest them because they're not wearing a mask. Okay? Yeah, and if you want to look at one of Trump's huge failures, and there are many, is that the illegal bioweapons development lab, bioweapons development labs, of which there are at least twelve that are well known operating every day still in the U.S. Yeah. that were officially declared illegal in 1990. Nobody has done anything to shut those down, and they probably have a huge array of real viruses that would really kill people. Exactly. And it would be better if those weren't deployed. Yes. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. You know, and then Wuhan working with North Carolina and, you know, it's just it's all so corrupt. Honestly, I can't even go there. It's so corrupt. That's why yeah. I don't give Trump a pass at all, because the corruption is so large and so big that he if he, he'd have to be blind not to see how. Well, he's definitely let this all happen. There's no question about Honest it. Honest watch. You know, and I, 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 I listen, leadership roles I've, I've had all my life. And I told everybody who worked for me in the past that, listen, something goes bad as a manager. Something goes bad on. Uh, during when you're in charge, it's on your watch. Yeah, you're kind of responsible for that. You were aware of it or not, or you didn't do anything about it or not, or you didn't start, it doesn't matter. On your watch, it's happened, and you got to be held accountable. And, and, if- and what's missing in the leaders now, even if their intentions are good, is consciousness. So yeah. rather than searching everywhere for one, be good for each person who cares about it to become one. <laughs> Absolutely. Change your own consciousness. That's the fastest way. <laughs> Perfectly stated. Change your own consciousness. You know, consciousness is perception, right? Change your perception and you change your reality. Yeah, exactly. We should do a longer show sometime when we have time for it. Yes, I wish we had more time. I we could I could do this forever with you, Richard. This is just great, great information, and I, I know everyone's scared right now out there to many degree, many to whatever degree. But it's not about just being scared because you, we got to face our courage, right? We got to go into courage at this point, and and if we're so scared that we can't allow ourselves to get off the couch and engage into our community, then we're going to be part of the problem and not part of the solution. Right. So as we get up and we engage in society and we share what we believe and not hold our tongue because all the other birds are flying in the opposite direction or everyone's doing whatever you think they're doing and they're listening to the wrong people and you're just a minority and you don't want to say anything. Those yeah. days are over with. we got to step up into our greatness and we got to get engaged. We have to. It, not, time yeah. is... Time is short, guys. We got to we got to get engaged now more than ever before. Don't wait on somebody to come save us. Just get, we'll do uh, it together. Everybody, no matter who they are, is an absolute minority of one person, <laughs> and they still have to do something. And and when you get down to fear being the obstacle, when we start even getting a little bit of consciousness back, what becomes obvious is fear is optional. It doesn't have to be suppressed because that doesn't work in the long run. It can be dropped because it's a mind program. And it's a, it's a particular kind of intention. And if mind becomes cooperative, it doesn't have to project fear anymore. And then no matter what happens, you don't have to deal with that. And it's not useful for anything. 
Amen to that, brother. So, anyway, I'm glad you're doing all the stuff that you're doing. It's really encouraging. Well, thank you. Yeah, and people want to get involved. You want to be facilitated in your own hometown? Go to uimedianetwork.org. Click on Freedom, the tab for Freedom uh, Movement, and give us your information, and we'll put it up there, and you know, people could have access to it and get supporting you. Uh, and it's easy to start up. It's really simple to do. It's yeah, nothing. so you have directions on that tab yes, of what yes. to do in your own town, right? Absolutely. And we'll support you in every which way we can. So Yeah, I would suggest everybody look at that instantly. Yeah, definitely. Say where it is again. Uh, go to uimedianetwork.org, the letter U, letter I, medianetwork.org, and you'll see Freedom uh, Movement tab there. Just scroll on down if you click on it and walk you through it. Okay. Yeah, that sounds great. I'll do that too. Wonderful. So, thank you, Tim. Have a good night. And hey, Richard, thank you. Great, too. Great, great. What you're doing. Uh, you're just uh, you're 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 light out there. You're a lighthouse out there for freedom and for uh, consciousness and for spiritual understanding who we are. And uh, best of luck with everything you're doing and keep up the great work. We should stay in touch. Too many of the people working for, you know, trying to do something good aren't even aware of each other. No, you're the, right. The, the dark. Yeah. The dark side of this is totally organized. Yeah, they're organized. I think they're trying to show us, look, you should be doing more, <laughs> more of this. Yeah, the organized lie beats the unorganized truth. Well, just, we're still going to be individualists, you know, but oh, wow. I think communication would be good. It's a good time to strengthen and expand networks as long as we have that ability. Richard, the unorganized truth, when that becomes the organized truth, it's going it, and there's billions of org, un, of the unorganized truth, mm -hmm. and there's only a small percentage of the organized lie. But when that org, unorganized truth becomes the organized truth, game over. Game yeah, over. And every, everybody will be want, want to be a part of that now. Exactly. At, at that time. Over. You never even have to focus on the organized lie because it's necessary. You just focus on what you want to create. Well, besides, there's a resonance effect of consciousness, and I think we can affect the people who are fooled by being part of the dark side right now. They don't have to stay there. You got it right there. Right there is everything. Listen to Richard. <laughs> okay, Tim. Have a good night, and we'll talk to you soon. Take care. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Okay, you guys, that was Tim Ray, UIMediaNetwork.org. I think he's got a great idea for um, – the network that he's working on instructions for people to do something in their local communities that's very low stress. You just get together and one hour a week and meet in a certain way and become conscious allies of each other. And this was a discouraging factor for authorities that want to do unpleasant things for us and I think uh, or to us. I think it's something that deserves support and participation right away. So. Sorry we're so late today. You know, it was just a, an issue with Skype, and it's a live show, so figured it's better to still go on the air even if we're light, late. I hope you didn't mind too much. Stay in touch with us. We've got the uh, Planetary Healing Club meeting in about 10 minutes because we're behind schedule right now, so that'll be in 10 minutes. Anybody that doesn't know about that is invited and welcome to be there. It does have small dues. It's the way that we generate a little bit of money to stay on the air other than donations, and if you have the means to do that, we don't do commercials, so we kind of rely on you that way if you want to support what we're doing. At lostartsradio.com, there's a donate button, also lostartsresearchinstitute.org, and subscribestar.com uh, slash lostartsradio. Uh, we're also on many other platforms, Brighteon and places like that that don't censor, which is a good one to stay in touch with, and especially our main site, lostartsradio.com. Um, anyway, if you're interested in planetaryhealingclub.com, that's interactive live every week. I'm there with everybody who wants to participate, and you can access that at planetaryhealingclub.com. And uh, if you have questions about it, just let us know. Otherwise, we'll see you there in about 10 minutes, and uh, hope you have a good rest of the weekend. We'll talk to you soon. Introducing Lost Arts Radio on Subscribestar.com. Just go to Subscribestar.com slash Lost Arts Radio to find our rewards program offering 10 different giving levels starting at just 5 bucks a month. We offer incredible value for any rewards level, from extra monthly interview videos not available publicly to subscription-based Planetary Healing Club videos once, twice, or three times a month, to private counseling sessions with Lost Arts Radio host Richard Sachs, to tech help with me, Doug Diamond. 
We even have one option where you can be the star on Lost Arts Radio as our guest on a specially produced show just for you. We conduct an interview with you and broadcast it to our growing network and listenership. Our subscribe star levels are one of a kind and offer great rewards for any budget. Please help support Lost Arts Radio. We can't do it without you. With increasing censorship on many of our channels, we really need your support today to keep doing what we're doing. As Richard says, we're not even at survival level yet. Lost Arts Radio has three weekly shows. Lost Arts Radio Live each Saturday night at 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 Pacific, which is a live stream currently on multiple platforms in case we get banned from some of the larger ones. Right now, we're on two YouTube channels, Facebook Live, Periscope, which is Twitter, Twitch, and DLive. You can access these broadcasts by going to www.lostartsradio.com live for all the links to those channels. The Planetary Healing Club meets right after Lost Arts Radio Live at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Saturday nights. And our Sunday show with guests airs at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Sunday nights on our Blog Talk Radio channel, our YouTube channels, Facebook pages, and on Brideon. Be sure to sign up for our free email list just in case we do get banned on big tech's platforms. It's just a matter of time, really. They don't like the stuff we talk about, and they do not want the truth out there. In fact, they have already attacked us numerous times. Join our free email list so we can let you know where we are and how to access our shows. The sign-up button is right on the top right on most pages of our website. The best starting point for all things Lost Arts Radio is our main site, lostartsradio.com, where you can find the hottest new selection videos that we curate just for you. Those are on the homepage and added to daily, as well as articles and breaking news about information you really need to know. Our show archives, the 10 most recent shows, are right on our homepage, as well as our Blog Talk Radio page at blogtalkradio.com slash lostartsradio, or just click the All Things Radio Show tab right on our website. We're in the podcast directory on iTunes, and all of our shows except the banned ones are on our YouTube channels at Lost Arts Radio and at Diamond Disc. Our Brideon page is really taking off, and we often have editors' picks videos right on their homepage. Visit Brideon.com slash channel slash Lost Arts Radio. On our site, you can also access our free listener forum as well as sign up for the Planetary Healing Club, which is just $25 a month where you get private access to a one-on-one interaction with host Richard Sachs and myself and the other club members who participate live. More info can be found at planetaryhealingclub.com. We're providing solutions in there to make the world a better place. Come join us. Thanks again for listening to and supporting Lost Arts Radio. We love having you as part of our family to learn, experience, and grow with.